0: The following program is produced and sponsored by Cancer Treatment Centers of America. The information discussed during this program is not medical advice. Be sure to talk to your medical doctor for information and advice relating to your health. Hey there, welcome to Health, Hope, and Inspiration with Reverend Percy McRae, Director of Faith-Based Programs at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. My name is Wayne Shepherd. My privilege to be with you, Percy, each and every time.
1: Thank you, my friend, and the privilege is mine as well, so thank you for allowing us to be partners in this
0: venture together. We have great listeners, don't we? We are so encouraged by what's going on here. We
1: do, and they, they give great stories, and they encourage us, and hopefully they will continue to encourage our listeners.
0: Yeah, you can get in touch with us through our website as well. We'd love to hear from you at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Uh, let us know what's going on in your life as you listen. We also now have a Health, Hope,
1: and Inspiration podcast Facebook page. All right. Yeah, so with that being said, we want everybody to come on our page and like our page and look at our page.
0: This is news to me. You hadn't told me this. This, I,
1: is, brand, I, this I, is brand new. I want to get your expression right on <laughs> air, my friend. So, yes, we're excited about that, that we'll be able to communicate and engage with you on Facebook, share with your family and friends as well.
0: All right. Well, I'm a Facebooker, <laughs> so I'll be liking that page right away. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for sharing that. Again. This this is Health, Hope and & Inspiration, and we have a focus on the program today that is just one of positivity.
1: Well, we're going to hear from a young lady who exudes great energy and vitality. And quite frankly, if I may say it this way, Wayne... As a fighting spirit, yes. Despite her cancer diagnosis and journey, and she's going to talk about how to live your best life today and be empowered around that, so that you're not hampered by your past and that you're not worried about your future.
0: Right. Well, as I often say in the program, remember, no case is typical. We are very much aware that you should not expect to experience these same results, but we try to be uh, as helpful as we can.
1: Absolutely, and we want to encourage you to to walk your journey and to fight your fight because God, you need. Works with every individual and unique situation.
0: We are going to hear from our guest in just a moment, but I want to bring your attention to our website because each and every week we offer a free resource on the website. This week, it's called Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients, written by this this guy named Reverend Percy McCrae, and he's he's pretty good. So. Well, that guy tries to stay busy
1: because he doesn't want to get in trouble. But, yes, a great uh, resource that uh, we are making available. And, again, as is the case with all of our resources, as you uh, remind us every week, Wayne, it is free. uh, Feel free to download it, share it with family and friends. And these are just simply good inspirational thoughts that you can share with others and that you can actually use in your own life to keep you motivated and inspired.
0: Yeah, a daily dose of inspiration can significantly impact your outlook and can help equip you for your cancer journey. So, You can download this right now. It's called Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients. It's available online for download and printing as many copies as you want at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Absolutely. And so with that being said, we want you to be inspired. inspired and encouraged as
1: you continue to walk the walk and fight the good fight of faith.
0: Our guest is coming up in a moment. If you or someone you love is fighting cancer, consider Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They treat the whole person, body, mind, and spirit. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com and click on sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. And for inspiration, we turn to God's Word, which you're holding in your, on your iPhone right now. So you want to read that passage to us? Our
1: spiritual nugget for today is found in Isaiah, the 54th chapter and the 17th verse, a very familiar passage of Scripture, but will really resonate throughout our interview today. So listen closely. Isaiah 54, 17 says, No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, praise God. And every tongue, not some tongues, not a few tongues, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn because why because this is the heritage of the servants of the lord and their righteousness is of me saith the lord hmm. note that scripture we're going to talk about it and
0: reference it throughout the interview today okay well if you were with us last time you heard from a tremendous woman and uh, she's back with us today and so here's our host percy McCrae.
1: well i'm back with part two part two uh with uh Tara Lassard who is a four-stage ovarian, currently treating cancer patient at Atlanta, Georgia, at Cancer Treatment Centers of America. And we're not even really so much talking about her cancer as much as we're talking about her process and what she's doing. And the last segment that we left off on, Tara, welcome back to the show. Thank you. Is that you brought up a point about control, uh, empowerment, and being engaged and how that has and is meaningful for you, coming from a family and a background where, you know, there was a chiropractic doctor, uh, utilizing natural therapy concepts, being highly positive and, and and having this great energy that you do. You now are told that you have cancer. Mm. Stage four, mm. ovarian cancer. Mm. That's not just a walk in the park. That's no. not just a simple conversation. No. And then you go into this process of medical treatment, clinical care, putting yourself in an environment first where you are allowed to be a partner in your care. And in doing so, because you're a person who wants to have control, you want to be involved, you want to get behind the wheel of the car to a certain extent. Let's talk about patient empowerment care. What is that to you? What does that mean?
2: So um, it's an interesting thing to be able to take a hold of and I think that at this juncture knowledge is power. When I was cancer free um, and in May of 2016, I ended up getting the BRCA1 test, and I tested positive, which is very intriguing to me because there was no family history at all of cancer. Um, six months, within six months, I was re-diagnosed in January of 2017 with spleen cancer. That was a metastasis of that original diagnosis. After that, I lost my job, and then I got an obstructed bowel.
1: So, needless to say, you had a bad week, or yeah, a bad month, a, or whatever. Was not it was a good month, right? right, right.
2: Um, Andy Whitfield is in a movie called Be Here Now, and it was it, it was unbelievably moving to me because. Because his, his story is is amazing and it's such a testimony to like uh, just per, uh, perseverance and essentially he died um, and his wife in um, retrospect said it wasn't supposed to happen that way we did everything that we were supposed to do we thought we prayed we ate well we did and he died anyway and so it was the whole purpose of like what is your legacy and are you gonna choose to be an elegant person that just has this belief system that regardless of what happens it's it's this one life we have you know um, and what I can say at this juncture is weapons will form right if you have that belief the truth is they do um, but they shall prosper They, you know they shall not prosper so no they, weapon no. formed
1: against me no. shall prosper but the
2: weapons will form and this was the test right so given all of that and shouldering that responsibility I went to cancer treatment centers in, in Atlanta um, and it was absolutely like the doors opened um, just because what they said to me was 100% different than what I heard. Scientifically based, any of the uh, you know the clinical trials.gov that I had gone on, um, they told me first rather than me having to tell them first. And so they answered my questions that I hadn't even posed to them yet. Um, and I can just say it real quick because I know we got stuff. Um, I had uh, a surgery there with them that removed a ton more of cancer. Um, I had six chemotherapies and I did not lose my hair. I did not have additional neuropathy. Mm-hmm. And in October 2016, I'm cancer-free again, right? So what I can say is now on the other side of that, as a patient advocate, which I am, I work with the Cancer Fighters Network. Yep. I speak to over um, usually six women a week with late-stage ovarian cancer, mm-hmm. just talking to them. Um, I'm now in Philadelphia right now, um, you know, taping this, but I work with Philadelphia because it's home base for me with their Cancer Fighters program. Yes. Um, I also work with Cancer Support Community because now they've joined forces with Cancer Treatment Centers of America. They offer 150 programs a month free of charge to people with cancer cancer in their families. Okay. So it has become my life's mission just because I've been gifted um, this life and I've rung the bell of cancer free twice now, which okay. is pretty unheard of for four stage ovarian. area. Yeah. Um, and it's just my gift to be able to, um, you know, to, to let people know that regardless of the outcome, um, you know, it matters the day to day and your perspective around w- how you move forward in life and how you decide to be. Um, and that can be elegant and faith filled. Regardless of outcome.
1: Well, there, there's a couple of things here. Number one, congratulations on your journey, and, Thank you. and congratulations on for lack of simplification, going around the track twice, ringing the bell, if yeah. I could say it that way.
2: On my birthday, no, no doubt. Wow. Yeah, wow. Super, 45 and super my birthday. congratulations,
1: yes. because you certainly have a story as all cancer patients do. They all have stories to tell. The issue is, uh, is there someone willing to listen and hear those stories? And that's what this platform is designed to do, is to get those stories out and get yeah. them heard. But the other side of that equation is the fact that um, if I can establish it this way and frame it this way, uh, we certainly advocate, believe, and endorse the idea of celebrating life. That's, that's kind of a theme, undercurrent theme at Cancer Treatment Centers sure of America. Is. But the other aspect of that is, uh, and I know where that theme comes from because of my history and my tenure with the organization, that's another show for another day, <laughs> is the fact of enjoying living the moment that you have right now. And that's what I kind of heard that obviously you you're expecting to live, you desire to live and 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 you're moving in that direction. Yeah. But what you also kind of really jumped out to, we have a, a great guest that's been on the show by the name of Jerry Rose a great Christian TV executive who basically said the same thing, that he had to sit down one day after his second round of cancer, and he had to ask and answer some very important questions. And one of them was, what is the bedrock of my foundation of belief, and where am I going to choose to live from at that moment? And he said, I chose to make the decision that if I lived or if I died. What would happen to me will be predicated upon how I live today and every day up until that moment. And I will allow that to take care of itself under the terms and circumstances in which they do. But I will not allow that to manipulate me mentally and emotionally, that will take me out of the moment of being the best and living the best life I can live. And that's basically what I heard you say.
2: 100% resonates.
1: Let's talk about that. How can you enjoy the best in life when you have potentially a terminal disease? The good news is more people are living today with the diagnosis of cancer than any time in the history. It's
2: considered a chronic illness. It is now considered a
1: chronic illness that can be managed. But the fact of the matter is there is still a percentage of people who potentially may not survive. How do we get their focus off of the scorecard of grading yourself, whether you lived or you died, but basically making every day and every moment matter. Let's talk about that. Help yeah. somebody out.
2: I mean, you know, the bottom line is we, we are born and we die. I mean, that's really what it comes down to first off. And I think given, um, the nature of the journey, if I pose that question to any one of the people that does not, uh, or is not even aware if they have cancer, no one would know if they would be, you know, 10 years, 10 years, you know, 20 years out, no one knows. And so, uh, Truth be told, you know, science is catching up now um, in so many beautiful ways. I just Absolutely. got done with the NOCC. It's the National Ovarian Cancer Center Convention this past weekend. So if there's one thing I know, it's that um, they're learning more every day. Absolutely. Um, what they don't and can't quantify at this point is the purpose of spirituality and someone's life and experience. And I think um, it, it's underrated in the science community for that perspective of Blessing that happens yeah. um, and it is and can be an integral part of anyone's experience um, if just given that attention and you know some guidance perhaps um, people that will sing your song when you're um, incapable and unaware
1: or can't um, but just the people that hold you up historically one of the challenges I've discovered when I first entered into the field of spiritual support in a healthcare environment was the lack of quantifiable data to substantiate the legitimacy of the role of spirituality and its impact on health. But as a point of reference, let me cite some data that I've recently discovered. This is from a published report by Dr. Ann Harrington from Harvard University entitled God and Health: What More Is There to Say? This report states that for more than a decade, there has been a modest group of medical researchers who have argued that the evidence tending to support a direct health bonus for religious and spiritual people are growing. The report additionally states that several of the same researchers identified no fewer than 16,000 published research articles largely tending to support this hypothesis. Mm -hmm. I've spoken to probably the leading subject matter expert in the field, Dr. Harold Koenig out of Duke University. He's actually been to two of our cancer treatment centers of america uh, hospitals and spoken on behalf of of the of spiritual support but the point being from a from a hardcore uh, scientific perspective that data still is not quite as substantial as the world of medicine and science would like it to be that withstanding mm. the point that we're making that you're making still is that for people mm. forget about the scientist or the or the number counters and crunchers for the people who believe and mm-hmm. utilize uh, one of those uh, uh, adjuncts as a support spirituality, it matters to them. Yeah. It's important to them. Yeah. And many of them will tell you it very well may have been the X factor for their process of how they went through their journey, win, lose, or draw. Yeah. Again, we're talking about how one walks the journey with grace, with dignity, with a sense of self-respect versus wallowing in in being a victim. There's a difference between being a victor and being a victim. How and what would you say in, in some of the closing minutes that we have? Give some specific steps, if you may, of what you did to kind of transition from being a victim to being a victor. You're still fighting. Uh, and let's be clear oh, oh, yeah. about that. Oh, You're yeah. not done. Oh, yeah. I, I, I have
2: a boxing background, by the way. So, yeah, I really But, but you've have, yeah, chosen
1: definitely. to be a victor. Yeah,
2: yeah, I have. So one thing I can say is with cancer treatment centers and, and my treatment there, it's embraced there, right? So it's not it's second nature to them to understand that, you know, during chemotherapy, it's important for you to have Luanda, you know, come and pray with you. And um, I often found that. Um, accessing the emotional components of what was a very physical experience Mm. was really difficult until the softness of prayer happened and so being surrounded by prayerful people including the doctors and the nurses uh, who I am still really close with um, you know that was the point at which I could breathe into what the next steps were to be and I could think a little bit more clearly and a lot of times I could fall asleep when I was in that hospital Mm. two and a half months I was there I had a lot of complications but um, it, that being said, it was equally as important um, what physically happened by way of the transfusions and the medication as um, the the necessity of of your soul work too. And so all of it being important, um, not one you know better or or more important than the other, yeah. all necessary.
1: Well, and as as we close this segment, I could talk to you forever, forever, know, forever, right? forever. Is the fact that uh, the ability to access Those type of supports in your healthcare environment. And if someone is listening today, you know, all we're really saying is, you know, find an environment that that encompasses and embodies the idea of your whole personage, which allowed you to your point to access some of your emotional element of you because of your spiritual element that really softened you up in the midst of your scenario. Because here's how I would say it is that it was really becoming more in tune with your humanity in the midst of being a patient. Because I think sometimes people are so focused on getting well that they they lose touch of their humanity or the support thereof or the expression of it. And our humanity is there for a reason. It's there to do some things on our behalf. You made the statement earlier. uh, I can't remember. It was in the last segment about... The positive and negative energies that, that we have to deal with within our bodies. It's interesting that in order to have a fully operational automobile yep. that costs $50, 60 70 80000 $100,000, you got to have a $59 battery in it that has a positive. And a negative Negative charge.
2: One thing I could say that was really helpful too was to stay in your business. Um, The uh, the we can't um, hope for, wish for a better past, right? And God's um, position in my life and others is that He'll take care of the future. So for real, what it comes down to is the thing that is now. And if you can be really present and open to um, the possibilities of what is now, um, without fear of the future and without regret or resent for the past, it really just keep you on a path of just being um, aware of the blessings when they're in front of you um, and the gratitude that you can have in all of this powerlessness to just, you know, grab onto that and kind of move forward with that.
1: The lesson of our Savior is take no thought for tomorrow because tomorrow has enough trouble of its own, but focus on the day that is at hand. This is the day, not tomorrow right? and not last week. This yep. is the day amen. that the Lord has made and we will and as you have stated, you are rejoicing and be glad in it. This is an unbelievable cancer patient advocate. And I'm calling my new friend, yes. uh, Tara Lassard who uh, is still treating for fourth stage ovarian cancer. I salute you. I love you.
2: Reverend McCray, thank you so much. God bless you, So wonderful sweetie. meeting you and talking to everybody today.
0: Go out and bless so many people. I intend to. All right. <laughs> thank Bye. you. What a special lady. Recorded last time you were in Philly, right?
1: Absolutely. And again, on the heels of just recently... Uh, when the uh, Eagles uh, had won the Super Bowl championship.
0: <laughs> oh, I can't believe she was excited. Oh,
1: it, there was buzz in the air, I got to <laughs> tell you, and all over the streets of Philadelphia. But but this young lady also has her own juice, if you will, and energy. And I believe it's because of her outlook and obviously the spirit of God that works within her. And she just basically spoke from that position to really encourage us around her journey of how she encouraged herself and worked through and is working through a pretty difficult diagnosis. of sure. cancer.
0: Yeah. Well, I'd want her pulling for me
1: I want her on my team yeah, for sure that,
0: that's right well uh, our theme today our focus is empowering you to see victory is attainable she personifies that
1: she absolutely did and and what what she worked through as as many may recall in listening to the previous interview was first and foremost she had to work through the dynamic of of, of utilizing medical treatment and care because she came from a background of, of of working with uh natural therapies and so on and so forth but she really became very empowered around the idea that she was provided choices that she was made a partner in her medical journey, and that she could utilize good supportive services, uh, such as spiritual support, among others, that really was very helpful for her mentally and emotionally to work through her process. Yeah,
0: I want to talk more about that in just a moment with you, but let me also point our listeners to our website once again, healthhopeandinspiration.com. This week's featured resource is free as always. It's called Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients. We had a lot of inspirational thoughts from our guests today, didn't we? We did, yeah. He's put together even more in this free resource, which you can download at health, hope, and inspiration.com. Health, hope, and inspiration.com. Remember that website and uh, go to that website to listen to this podcast in the future. Subscribe to the podcast through our website, health, hope, You know, according to the American Cancer Society, nearly one out of three people in the U.S. will have cancer during their lifetimes. Caring for people living with cancer is a growing need in every church today, and that's why we developed the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network to help equip and empower every church in the country to better meet this great need. So if you are a pastor or a leader in your church or congregation, we want to invite you to join our growing family of informed ministry leaders in the Our Journey of Hope Ministry Leaders Network, and joining the network is absolutely free. When you sign up, you'll receive access to exclusive online leaders resources, information about ministry training opportunities, and our monthly informative email newsletter. Just visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com, click on the Our Journey of Hope logo at the top of the page, and sign up for the Ministry Leaders Network. Let's talk more about Tara's contribution to our discussion here today.
1: Well, several things that Tara talked about, but the big focus around uh Part two of this discussion was really around the idea of living your best life in your current state of being. And and when and when I say that she made the distinction and I think it is so very true that in many cases, particularly when you're challenged with negative uh, dynamics in your life, you tend to reflect on your past, mm-hmm. or then you begin to worry about your
0: future. Of course, yeah.
1: And in many cases, one may be so overwhelmed by what has happened in their past, or they may be so dominated with anxiety and fear about their future that they unconsciously exhaust the energy and strength that they need for the present.
0: And it's so easy to slip into that mode.
1: It simply you know, happens to every human being, I think, under most circumstances, and we know that we've been encouraged by the word of God really not to take any thought for tomorrow, which is challenging oh, in within itself, because I don't know about you, but I know some people who are part of the professional warriors club <laughs> and, and that, you know, if they don't worry about something, they're not engaged. <laughs> yeah, well, they're not participating. What can I worry about today? That's exactly right. And we, we tend to. Add on energy about things that are out of our control for tomorrow or we live in the past about things that we can't do anything about, which then potentially can negate the ability, as Tara talked about, of basically uh, living your best life today. One of the things that she she equated to is. With the possibility of maybe that one may uh, not survive their cancer journey, she is still currently uh, in in the midst of her cancer journey. She's expecting good things to happen to her. and she's working uh, very well. But again, in dying elegantly. and again, you know, we're not anticipating, nor are we expecting that no. to happen. but she she made up in her mind that she wanted to live daily with grace with dignity, with self-respect that forced her to kind of change her mindset about certain things and focus on what she could control today and what she had control of in her midst at the moment.
0: Yeah, well, you were sitting right there with her for that conversation. I mean, she just exudes confidence, doesn't she? She
1: walked through the door, literally, and there was just this energy that just jumped off of her being. And uh, again, uh, she had a certain look. She had these cool-looking glasses, and she had this really (laughs) kind of nice uh, short hair. Do and and but there was just this this energy of life that I am going to live life I'm going to extrapolate every ounce of life that I can right now today whatever happened last week or yesterday that's over with I'm not really sure what may or may not happen tomorrow but I do have control over today and I'm going to make it work for me and that's exactly how she walked through the front door
0: and she's not keeping that to herself she's giving that out to other people she's influencing other people this
1: well, way well I really think that the gift or the mentality or the ability to to inspire simply uh, puts a a requisite upon that individual who feels inspired that they have to share that with others. They have to distribute that. A person who is truly inspired, I do not believe can sit isolated in their own little cocoon or in their own silo and just keep that to themselves. Inspiration, I think, by nature uh, requires distribution. It requires a community uh, engagement and interaction. And that she is certainly she's working with the cancer community uh, in several different different uh, uh, outlets that basically allows her to communicate with other cancer patients and basically encourage them and inspire them while she is encouraging and inspiring herself.
0: Hmm. Well, Percy, I want to come back to that scripture you read earlier. But just before that, let me remind everyone that with hospitals in Atlanta, Chicago, Philadelphia, Phoenix, and Tulsa, Cancer Treatment Centers of America takes an integrative approach to cancer care. They use conventional medical treatments to attack the disease, while helping patients manage side effects and maintain their quality of life by using evidence-informed therapies like nutrition and naturopathic support, along with pastoral care, pain management, and other supportive care services. Treatments are tailored for each patient's specific needs. Visit our website at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Click on Sponsor to learn more about Cancer Treatment Centers of America or contact one of their friendly oncology information specialists about questions you may have about your treatment options. You can do that by simply calling the phone number at the top of our homepage. Cancer Treatment Centers of America uses state-of-the-art technologies to deliver precision medicine, personalized care, and spiritual support. Learn more at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Can we come back to that verse you read earlier?
1: Absolutely. We opened with uh, Isaiah, the 54th chapter, Verse 17. And of course, uh, our guest today actually um, quoted this scripture uh, and paraphrased it. And then we want to now close with it again, because I think now it helps us to really grasp uh, the message of it based upon what we've talked about today. And it says this. No weapon, no weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment shall thou condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord and their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. If I could simply quickly say at the end of the day, be reminded, as Tara told us, That the weapons will form, but they won't prosper. Mm -hmm. So, again, understanding the distinction that we've got to fight the good fight of faith. There are opportunities and scenarios that will be set before us. But know at the end of the day, just because the weapon was formed, it will not prosper because this is our heritage of the Lord, that he is our rock and our shield win, lose, or draw, God has us, and he's holding us, as we used to sing as little kids in the church, in the hollow of his hand. He's holding the whole world (laughs) in the palm of his hand.
0: All right. Hey, thanks for that. What a great thought here today. And as we begin to wrap up, don't forget to take advantage of the resources at our website, healthhopeandinspiration.com, including this week's free download, Inspirational Thoughts for Cancer Patients. I think you'll really enjoy this. Whether you're on a cancer journey or not, these are just good inspirational thoughts to live life by. So it comes from the pen of Percy McCray in scripture that he put together. Inspirational thoughts for cancer patients available at healthhopeandinspiration.com. Well, Percy, I think we need to wrap up here, but we'll be back next time. Absolutely. Remember, the weapons will form, but they will not prosper. God bless. There you go. That's Percy McCray, our host on Health, Hope, and Inspiration. Thanks for listening. health hope and inspiration is produced and sponsored by cancer treatment centers of america
3: if you or someone you love is fighting cancer consider cancer treatment centers of america we treat the whole person